If you happen to be a straight, conservative, Christian family, then the transgender ideology is literally going to take your children from you. My name is Victor Nieves. This is The Victor Nieves Show. Let's get into it. As I've covered before in previous podcast episodes, the transgender ideology is absolute insanity, and the acceptance of it at the large scale is something I've described many times as collective insanity. Obviously, we know that this is a serious mental illness. My heart goes out to people who are suffering from gender dysphoria. I hope that they find Christ. I hope that they get well and and get the needed uh, medical attention that they need. However, I just disagree whenever it comes to what that medical attention is. See, the radical left would tell you that the only answer for a 17-year-old girl who thinks that she's a boy is to start by putting her on a whole bunch of hormones, you know, injecting her with enough testosterone that her body doesn't know what it is anymore. And then once that's happened for a little while, they'll just ramp it up by chopping off uh, off her breasts. And then eventually, you know, if they get their way, they might chop out her uterus. This has actually happened. We have documented examples of this happening. But that's not what today's podcast is about. Today's podcast is about the fact that their objective long-term is to take your children away from you. In fact, this is something, it's something of of a public humiliation ritual. They want to beat you into submission until eventually you just give up. You bend the knee. You get down and you grovel on your hands and knees and you you kiss the ring of the transgender ideology and you give you give your kids up to this insanity. You spit in the very face of common sense, biblical understanding, your worldview, your traditional, you know, the way that things have been since the very beginning of time. You spit in the face of all of that and you give in to the onslaught of the absolute insanity that's happening in our country right now. And if you don't, they're going to take your children from you. And you might think, Victor, that's that's hyperbole. You know, in the past I've said, within 10 years, I've said within 10 years, if something doesn't change, I highly suspect that they'll start taking your children from you when the only crime that you've committed is just not affirming their gender. But now, apparently, my timeline was way off. I mean, way off. I never could have imagined. In fact, it's actually happening right now. See, today I came across a story. This was reported on Gateway Pundit as well as some other sources about a woman in Oregon. And this is what really got me thinking. The state of Oregon denied a woman an application to adopt a child because, literally, because she is Christian and will not agree beforehand, will not agree to support a gender transition if the child that she adopts ends up identifying, later down the road, identifying as transgender. So they literally told her, you know, they asked this question to this woman, how crazy is this? They ask this question of this woman. They say, hey, if, if you adopt this child, you have to beforehand, you have to agree that you're going to respect, accept, and support their sexual orientation, gender identity, or gender expression, which would have mean, of, of course, within that question is whether or not you're going to allow that child to transition. If you adopt a kid five years down the road, they develop a real diagnosable mental illness, and they say, Mom, Dad, I, I think I want to chop off my wiener. I think I want to start, you know, if they're a boy, I think I want to start injecting myself with a tremendous amount of estrogen so that, again, my body has no idea what the heck is going on, permanently affecting my bone density, my muscular structure, my organ health long term, you know, especially in men. We've covered this in prior podcasts. 
There's no long-term studies to show whether or not these chemical injections and castrations of children are safe or healthy. Anybody with common sense should be able to deduce that it's probably not a good idea because we already have established medical knowledge that says men who have low testosterone, especially once you start getting a little bit older, you know, 60s, 70s, 80s, Men who have severely low testosterone are, there's a, a very powerful, there's a very powerful correlation between low testosterone and poor organ health. I mean, even things like your heart and your lungs, you see that there's a massive correlation there. So who knows what's going to happen to these men who identify as women and they quote unquote transition from one to the other, even though we know that that's actually impossible. Real time out here, let me, real quick time out, let me get up on a soapbox when it comes to using these terms, I'm actually going to try and avoid, and I hope that you'll join here with me, I'm going to try and avoid using the term transgender in a literal sense. No one is actually transgender. It's impossible to transition your gender. It just doesn't work that way. You can be a transvestite. You can be a man who, for sexual pleasure or whatever else, likes to dress up as if he's a woman, but that doesn't actually change what you are. You're still a you're still a man. You know, if you're born a woman, you stay a woman. If you're born a man, you stay a man. There is no such thing as actually being a transgender. But anyways, as I was saying before, we have absolutely no idea what the long-term side effects are. We can have a pretty good guess, I mean, given the medical knowledge that we have as of right now, but we have no idea. What's going to happen to somebody like, for example, Dylan Mulvaney if they inject themselves with a ridiculous amount of estrogen? Are they even going to be alive whenever they're 40 or 50 or 60 years old? So we don't know. And this, this woman in Oregon is told that she can't adopt a child unless she gives the green light in advance to reject her faith, to reject her traditional worldviews, her, her political worldviews, and et cetera, to put all of that on the back burner just so that she can adopt a child. And then what? If she does adopt the child, mutilate them? This is the state of affairs. Well, this is far from the worst story I'm going to share. I've got a couple other ones here because I started going down the rabbit hole and I realized how absolutely horrible this stuff is. I got a story for you, another one. This one's reported on the New York Post about how a California dad lost custody of his child after questioning the child's transgender identity. It goes and gives in, in great detail. By the way, all of my sources, all of these links will be available when I post this on my Locals account. I'll, I'll make this um, publicly available so you don't have to be a supporter on Locals, although if you'd like to, obviously be my guest. But I'll, I'll leave links to all of these, um, all these articles so you can go and fact check everything. But it's this poor guy. This is back in 2019. This has been going on for some time now where they've literally been taking people's children from them. But it says in August of 2019, Ted Hudako's wife, Christine, walked into his home with two announcements. One, she was leaving Ted. Two, terrible news for poor Ted. One, she's leaving Ted. Two, their 15-year-old son named Drew was now, quote-unquote, transgender, it says Ted, a Bay Area, Bay Area father of two and software engineer at Apple, was then preoccupied by a grueling work project. He hadn't slept well in weeks and says he begged to have this conversation after he had gotten some rest. But Christine walked out, taking the kids to stay with her at a neighbor's house. I wonder if the neighbor had anything to do with the divorce. But anyways, says Ted was deeply skeptical that the boy he had coached in Little, in little League was actually a young woman. But he tried to keep an open mind. 
Nevertheless, Ted was adamant that he did not want Drew to begin medical transition. Ted delved into the research on medical transition and gender dysphoria. He learned that puberty blockers could impair cognition and diminish bone density. This much is absolutely true. says if given puberty blockers along with estrogen, Drew could become permanently infertile. This is also very true. Literally castrating, chemically castrating these, ch- these, these kids, these children. It says Ted wasn't even sure that his son actually had gender dysphoria. The judge who handled the divorce saw things differently. California Superior Court Judge Joni Haramoto grilled Ted on whether he believed that the transgender kid was committing a sin or whether he preferred that Drew's transgender identification was a phase, and whether Ted would continue to love Drew, even if he deemed himself the Queen of England. So he goes to court and he gets absolutely shish on all of this. Then, get this, the judge, after shish him and ridiculing him all about his beliefs on transvestites and transgenderism and, and you know gender dysphoria and mental illness, the judge then granted Christine, the wife that just up and left him out of nowhere— Sole legal custody. Sole legal custody of this child. So imagine that you're poor Ted. You're just working. Your wife comes home one day and says, I'm leaving you and I'm taking the child. You get no custody literally just because you have some questions. But again, even though this one is out of California, it's actually not the worst example of this happening. Another story, this time reported. Again, sources will all be available for this publicly. This one reported on the Post Millennial. Headline is, Indiana parents lose custody after the court rules that not affirming their child's gender identity is akin to abuse. This article is particularly disgusting. I won't read the entire thing, but it says the Court of Appeals in Indiana upheld a trial court's decision to remove a family's, remove from a family's home their child because the parents did not acknowledge their child's gender identity. You've got to be freaking kidding me. This is happening in the United States of America. Another story very similar to that one. Ohio father, again reported on the Post Millennial, Ohio father loses custody of 14-year-old transgender. Absolutely ridiculous, man. Could lose rights to object to injections or any surgery. A very similar story where you have this father, he's got a 14-year-old daughter, wanting to have a sex change procedure the whole snip snap and double mastectomy hormone treatments the attachment of male genitalia however they do that you know if you've ever looked into that it's horrifying the way that they cut out tissue from the forearm and then create some fake penis it's absolutely disgusting no father would ever want that for their daughter i mean could you imagine and of course this ohio father just like the one in indiana just like the one in california literally has the state come in and take his child away from him because he's not willing to affirm a gender idea or he's not he's not willing to inject their child with a bunch of chemicals and castrate them and permanently mutilate their body see this is the end goal this is what they've always wanted they want to come and take your children and if nothing else they want to have the threat they want you to know that they can they can come and take your child, so you darn sure better do whatever it is that they tell you to do, because if you don't, you might end up like that dad from Indiana. You might end up like that poor dad from California or Ohio or countless other examples. If you want to do some research on this yourself, by the way, I just pulled up a handful of stories. Go to DuckDuckGo, go to any search engine outside of Google, 
and just search up Parents Lose Custody of Transgender Child. You'll find article after article after article of them talking about how parents are literally having their children taken away from them because they don't affirm some radical gender ideology. If you've ever had this false idea in your head that you can be laissez-faire, that culture doesn't affect you, you're very wrong. See, if you allow your culture to become godless and hedonistic and degenerate, everything else will follow. Your government will become godless, hedonistic, degenerate. Your schools, same thing. Every institution until eventually your children are as well. And if you try to raise your kids according to the way that the Bible tells you, or even just traditionally, not even, uh, I'd say moderate, not even hardcore, just moderate. If you raise your child as a moderate Republican, they're going to come and take your kid away from you. How long will it be? They're already taking your kid if you don't affirm transgenderism. How long is it going to be till they find out that you say marriage is between, maybe this is you, maybe it's not, but let's just say that you're a, a very devout Christian and you believe that the Bible, as it clearly says, that the Bible says marriage is between one man and one woman, and the state finds out about that. And Child Protective Services comes and takes your child away from you. How long will it be? I never would have thought you'd be losing your kid over transgenderism this fast. We might be a year away. We might be six months away. Shoot, there could be a court case happening right now where a parent is about to lose their child because the state has decided that not affirming gay marriage is somehow akin to abuse. That's somehow the worst thing that's ever happened. This is what's happening in the United States today. It's time to take a vested interest, a much, much, much needed vested interest in the future of this nation's culture. And that's one of the things, we've got many podcasts talking about this already. It's one of the things that conservatives have failed to do for a very, very long time. People have said, I don't really care what somebody else is doing, so long as they're not hurting me. As long as you're not directly punching me in the face, well, I don't really care what you're doing. It doesn't matter if you're telling my child that it's okay to go do drag queen shows. By the way, just posted a video on this recently at the time of recording, at least recently on my Instagram. Where, <laughs> so sick, man, where there was this drag queen being interviewed with children, telling the kids that everyone should do drag. Everybody should, should try drag at least one time because it's just about wearing fun costumes and just doing whatever you want to do and, and feeling really good. And that's what they're telling these children. If that's the culture that you allow, and, and we just have this laissez-faire, hands-off approach, I mean, come on, these are your kids. They're targeting your children. That's not punching you in the face. Nobody is punching you directly in the mouth if they're telling, if they're telling your child that transgenderism and drag queens are totally normal and cool and acceptable and something to actually be promoted and celebrated. That's not somebody punching you in the face, but it darn sure affects you. It absolutely does. It affects you. It affects your workplace. It affects what you're allowed to say and when you're allowed to say it, how you're allowed to say it. Culture affects everybody. It's time to take a vested interest before, quite literally, the transgender ideology comes and takes your kids. Thank you for listening. I know this was kind of a shorter one. I'm going to keep batching these out just whenever I have a thought like this come to my mind. Hopefully you like them. Let me know, you know, shoot me a DM. My DMs are always open on Instagram. If you haven't followed me on Instagram, or I don't know how you're finding these if you don't follow me on Instagram, make sure you do. And, uh, you know, like I said, my, my DMs are always open. If you have any ideas, questions, concerns, comments, definitely let me know. I'm going to get back into podcasting a little bit more. 
still doing the radio show, still enjoying that. I might start using the podcast platform as an opportunity to host some debates. So if you'd like to see that, I just did a, a podcast. I was a guest on a podcast with my friend RC. If you don't follow his Search the Right Corner podcast, definitely listen to that one. It was a great episode. Uh, but he, we, he and I, we kind of had the idea during that one of maybe inviting people onto our podcasts to debate with them. I think that could be pretty cool. So let me know. I'll, I'll be very open-minded when it comes to the future of the podcast. But anyways, that's all I have for today. Until next time, keep me in your prayers. Keep your country in your prayers. God bless.